It is time for another year of Halloween esque movies here on the podcast. Check the vending machines, a weekly pop culture discussion chat show podcast hosted by two dudes who uh, have been doing this for a long time and talk a lot about bullshit. It doesn't matter. And it's all just about movies and TV shows and stupid shit like mm. anime. And uh, I'm Jason and Zach. What's going on, dude? Not much, man. You know, it's been um, a pop culture week. It's been an interesting mm. week. Obviously, Castlevania dropped. Been yeah. excited about that. I haven't got too far into it. I'm only on like episode three. Kind of like taking my time with that a little bit. Um, but before Castlevania dropped... I started watching The Sopranos. Okay. First time? First time. Never okay. watched it before. Two and a half episodes in. Mm. I like it. I like it a lot. I like yeah. Tony. Tony's the best. I like the others. Um, his family seems like a pain in the fucking ass. I mean, his that's... son's the only one so far in like the two and a half episodes that's like, he's like normal, like his yeah. daughter's a fucking rebellious teenage girl that makes me want to like punch her in the face. And his wife like is one of those like I feel like she knows, but she's like willfully ignorant about like what the fuck he actually does. No, nah, she's she she's she's in. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, I figured she, you, that she like just pretends like she doesn't know, but I feel like she she I feel like she really does know. Um I don't think it's I, I always took it as maybe it's just because I obviously I've seen the show. Mm-hmm. But I think Wait, I think for her, it's not about she is not like ignorant to it. I think it's more so either for di- deniability, but mostly because she is the one who's having to keep up the Joneses. Yeah. Versus like everyone knows what Tony does in his neighborhood. Yeah. Like everyone expects him to be something. Whereas with her, it's like she's the one who's trying to be like the facade. She seems like she's the one who's trying to make the family like normal and stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I had a huge like TV crush on the, on his daughter. Yeah. And I think they have a podcast now, too, which is weird. Dude, that's the other... Well, I'm not really related to that, but I've been noticing that a lot more lately, is that a lot of these, like, older shows, they're just, like, bringing, like, podcasts back for them. Like, the oldest ones are obviously, like, the Gilmore Girls one. Yeah. Was it the Gilmore Guys or something like that? The, and then the, the Boy Meets one, World. But now there's, like, the Ned's Declassified one. Mm-hmm. There's, like, was- all all these old shows, like, all these cats are coming back, like, these people who haven't done anything with their lives, and they're, like, coming back and doing podcasts. Yeah, there's the Boy Meets World one that's going on, and oh all that God. stuff. I, I don't care about any of that shit. Yeah. But Sopranos is good. Sopranos is a good show. Yeah, I'm liking it. I want to... The problem is that, like, now I've started it, and so I'm, like in the middle of Yellowstone and that. So I'm trying to figure out like what I should watch. And I feel like I'm just going to stick with the Sopranos. That's not, that's not a hard decision. I feel like I'll just do the Sopranos and eventually get yeah. back around. to. That's, that's, that's but... really not a hard decision to make. Like I, I, I've never seen you. I've only seen clips of Yellowstone online, but I, I would yeah. have to say that it's what is a show that changed television. Yeah. And one is a show on television <laughs> and by television, I mean, a streaming app. Yeah. And that's the weird part, I guess, about Yellowstone too, is that they don't even play it like on CBS. Like you feel like they would, yeah, because it's fucking big moneymaker, and like network wise, you fucking want those eyeballs. But they're like, now nah, fuck it, we'll just use it on fucking Peacock or whatever. NBC, yeah, or NBC, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know because they never. Uh, I guess it's Paramount. I don't know. 
It's all fucking yeah, confusing. Peacock with the with the is the NBC. Yeah. yeah, I um, I think that if I had to to pick a show like that to watch, I mean, since you've never seen Sopranos, it's like you just watch it because at that point you need to, yeah, you need to get it in because it's gonna, it's a such a massive show. Yeah. Um, but I and I love The Sopranos. I think it's a fantastic show. I think it's five out of five quality show yeah but i think that a lot of people really love it a lot more than the way i view it and i love mm-hmm. mafia shit so I'm not, it's not about that I, I adore that stuff i i follow accounts dedicated to, to just tony's outfits <laughs> there's an instagram i love it's called like tony soprano's like fashion i'm just like a guy who finds he's got the shirts and dude. tries to sell them and I, I i adore that stuff and um and i love ganofini obviously i think everyone's so yeah. great but like the show has since the show is so humorous in tone. I don't love that aspect of the show. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. I don't think it th- takes away from it, but I like my crime very like straight. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I always go back to the Wire as my number one yeah. crime show. They're That's different. Something on the list next is the Wire. I don't know why, but like YouTube has like started like recommending me. I don't know, like mini clips from The Wire for like no fucking reason. Like I've never done this, and all of a sudden it's like, here's a Wire clip. Well, that's good. That's here's really a Wire good clip, show. and it's like, damn it, dude, do I have to start watching The Wire? I mean, if I was gonna go personal, my my dad, I asked my dad, who's a big crime TV guy. Mm-hmm. I think he would go Breaking Bad number one. Yeah. Sopranos number two. Uh, Shield and Wire. Or like on, on the next, I go Shield number one, Wire number two, mm-hmm. Sopranos, Boardwalk Empire, and then mm-hmm. like at the very bottom would be Breaking Bad. Yeah, because I, I don't I don't like Breaking Bad that much. Um, well, I know that like I don't know. I feel like the Wire and the Sopranos because Sopranos is more like about Tony and like his journey and like his state of being, especially like through the lens of therapy and all that. And then the wire is more just like about the fucking city of Baltimore, right? Yeah, like it's not a specific person that you're following. It's just like how crime is like affecting this urban city. I there's definitely like linchpin characters, right? Like McNulty is the is the big one. Um, the I know the one guy Vance Reddick's character. Who is he? The the guy from Jack Ryan. The guy from Jack Ryan. Yeah, the the senior mm. CIA agent. Oh yeah, his bot. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a bunk. Yeah, he's he's um McNulty's partner. Okay, so he's in it. He's a big kind of fo- he's like a side focus kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like Lance Reddick's in it, and he's yeah. like a he's like one of the big characters. So there's there's a few people that are constantly through it through it, but the big lens is more about how they interact with Baltimore as a city and. Mm-hmm. It follows gangbangers. It follows, you know, politicians. It follows mayor people. It follows, mm-hmm. it follows all these different characters who are in the city, not just the police department. So, yeah. Um, in that aspect, it's more. I mean, it's a wider scope than Sopranos, but yeah. Um, Sopranos is just the first one that really popped off. Mm-hmm. I think. I get that. Well, you're talking about um, Castlevania, and I want to yeah. talk about that real fast because I I'm. Not almost done with it, but I'm probably halfway. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's. Um, I remember why I stopped watching. 
Not because why you the stopped watching the older one, or why you stopped watching the new one? Why I stopped watching the older seasons? Okay, and it wasn't because the, I mean, my big gripe with it was the action. The action's mm-hmm. fine now. They 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 were able to figure out the choreo and stuff. So the action's all yeah. Fine. Season four, I think, especially if you like went back and watched it, like season four is like when they really like nailed down. They have like some really great action set pieces in season yeah. four, and I don't know what the original language of the show is if it's japanese or english i think it's english so i think it is too because it's written by by yeah english-speaking people Obviously, and like Warren, i think most Warren of the production Ellis. is american yes yeah, that's what i assume because everyone who t- all the writing credits are all um, american westernized yeah. british people or whatever or canadian people whatever mm-hmm. so like i listen to the show's dialogue mm-hmm. and some of it is just absolutely trash like the conversations and like they, the pacing of the conversations is terrible. It's mm. cringy, like super, like edgy, kind of like only works in a game or anime, but then like the way that they're doing it in the show just sounds terrible. And like some of the voice acting has always been like sub tier. Yeah. I mean, I think it's for me, especially in the first season, some of the characters that weren't like the main three, like in the original four seasons. Like Tre- I loved Trevor's voice actor. Sylphie's I think got better in the later seasons, and Alucard's was great. Aluc- whoever did Alucard, I can't remember who, but Alucard in those first four seasons is he's such a fucking good voice actor. I thought that Trevor was cringy. You don't like Trevor? It's not. I, like I, have, I have the same problem with this. this I feel show like he too. does like the Cockney, like the like the cocky British, like street fighter tough thing like that's kind of what trevor is and i feel like he, that voice actor but there's something about these voice acting it just feels like they're recording i have no evidence it just feels like they're recording in their closet hmm. like, like, like they're afraid to yell or be loud it feels like they're always whispering all the time even like, though the See, character's i don't know if that's them or because i've noticed that too but i also think that's just like the audio mixing on it is off it's like I've, terrible. I've noticed that a lot in like season like two or three like there's times where for some reason They'll make it sound like the characters are like tens of tens of feet yeah. apart from each other, and it sounds like they're like off in the distance when they're like staring right at you at the screen. I'm like, I don't or know. Or they'll, they'll be like on a like battle this. battlefield fight, and then they'll like be talking, and they're like, I feel like I, I can't do this. I need to fight them more. My my whip power, and they're the whispering, and then the monster will turn. Like there'll be a sound effect, the music behind the score, and yeah. then the monsters will turn. But they'll put no foley for the monster turning, mm-hmm. and like this is just like that cheap anime shit that I grew up watching. Like it's just like it. Yeah, it, I think it's I think it's definitely just an audio mix, and I don't know why that they're still having this problem. But I've noticed that before in other seasons that like a lot of the times the audio mixing is like not that great. Like when it is good, like it's really good, but there are a lot of times where it's a miss more than a hit. So yeah, I, so, I do I feel like that definitely like detracts from the show a little bit. Oh, we'll see if I finish it. I mean, I'm, it's not terrible or anything. I'm not loving it completely, mm. but I, I don't know. I'll probably watch one more and I'll stop or something. I don't what know. episode are you on? Four, five. Oh, okay, four or five. Gotcha. The the story they 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 speed through this shit like crazy fast. It's yeah, crazy, well, it's, yeah, because I got to the third episode and we're already getting to the backstory of the girl from the Caribbean. And but then, like, but the first, like, like, the fucking first episode, the second episode, they're like, all right, we just meet you guys. Okay, we're gonna go to the mansion. Yeah, we just met you, motherfuckers, dude. Like we <laughs> no no intel, no nothing. We're gonna go. We're here. Yeah, we're friends now. Okay, yeah. 
That's well, that's kind of how it was in the first couple seasons too. It's like Trevor Melt selfie, and it's like automatically they're like yeah, buddy yeah. cop duo thing. I hate that shit. I mean, at least with Alucard, it was like they met Alucard and like Trevor like tried to fucking kill him. So I was like, okay, well that's at least believable well, that you Alucard see a also vampire pop out of a goddamn coffin, and your first instinct is to fucking chain him in the chest. So Alucard also fought Dracula for two seconds before he won. So yeah, that was terrible. Uh, check the vending machines weekly pop culture chat podcast on the internet it is now october 1 10 1 23 every year zach and i try to do a thing we're not always great at it but we try to do stuff like we did kaiju month a few months yeah. a few years ago we try to add in some topic things here and there and it's halloween james so bond month before james bond month you know and we're here october 1 to start our Halloween season. season, spooky season for the podcast. Yes. And um, I, I I think last week I mentioned, or two weeks ago on the podcast, I don't know if we did it on the pod or off the pod, but mm. I talked about how this year my wife wanted to go. She wants to go in on yeah, the horror you did movies. I don't know if you mentioned it on the, on the podcast, but I definitely remember you mentioning this. Yeah. And she mentioned to me she wanted to, to watch some more of the, the classics. Mm-hmm. And I'm well documented as a horror, anti-horror guy. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the few that we'll watch every year, uh, you know, Monster Squad. Yeah. Fright Night One, Fright Night One, Two, and remake. Lost the Boys. remake is so good. Shit like that, like spooky adjacent is what I call it. Yeah. Spook has spook elements, but it's not complete spook. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's like. It's just like, hey, there's some there's some ghosts or some vampires. This is junior shit. level Spook Central over here. It's like Spook stuff, but there's also like, you know, the main character is gonna do some shit, or like the main character is a spook, but also has like other shit going down. That's what I like. Yeah. Very few straight up horror films that I actually enjoy. Maybe zero. I don't. I can't. I probably can. Evil Dead. If that's all comedy, so it's even that's like kind of you know wavered. First one's a little more serious, isn't it? First one is more serious, but, but I don't Evil Dead Two one. and Army of Darkness obviously are more yeah, comedy. I'm an Evil yeah. Dead Two kind of fit guy. Yeah. But so this year we haven't started yet, but I think this tonight we're gonna start. And today on the podcast, Zach, you, yes. you brought the first pick for the month for Halloween. I did. Uh, but before that, I want to ask you: Would you do you have any plans for Halloween? Your movie watching or pop culture watching before we start the pod review? I don't know specifically what I plan on doing this year. I definitely want to like get into a particular series. I don't know. I think it also depends on like what our plan is going forward for like these next four weeks. Yeah, specifically because I do. There are a couple of movies that I like. Feel like I need to watch this year because it's been forever like i think one of the big ones for me would be to finally watch like nightmare on elm street because i've never mm-hmm. watched that mm-hmm. i've watched jason movies before so those don't count yeah Texas those aren't, those aren't, and those aren't even like there. those are obviously halloween classics but they're not even like that yeah they're like whatever yeah i mean i feel like the first uh three nightmare on elm street might be oh, a little more name scarier than the rest of them but after that it's like they get into like goof central so yeah which is also like that's fine all i know is i've seen all of the kill i've seen a lot of the kills from other fr- nightmare on elm street movies without actually having to watch them yeah me too. like the roach motel soul meatballs the drugs it's good stuff. yeah i i've talked about it on the podcast before that when i was a kid i 
was like nightmares from whichever of the nightmare movies had the the eardrum kill. I don't know. Where like he like the girl was like deaf or something or had like yeah, a I remember that like, like drop needles or some some shit like that. When I was a kid, I saw that on TV and at my friend's house and like, yeah, it like freaked the fuck out of me, dude. Dude, I'll tell you what scared the fuck out of me as a kid. It still kind of scares me to this day. I don't know why, but I don't like Chucky. Chucky has always been yeah, one I of those things. With that, dude. There's something about dolls that like does not work with me. Yeah, I don't. I don't mess with that either. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, I'm like I don't like Saw. I've seen Saw. I've seen more two. like that's not really horror for me though. That's more like just gore porn stuff. Like that doesn't really like frighten me in any way. I've way. seen I saw two Saws in the theater with some of our friends in high school, and they were like yeah. not they weren't scary. They were just like okay. Yeah, they're just like super. It's like hostile. Like it's not scary. Yeah. It's just like super gory. But those are like the big ones that you know people love. Obviously, we talked about previously, but you know Texas Chainsaw and. Yeah. Obviously, we did Halloween last year, two years ago. Yeah. Nightmare, Friday the 13th. You got all that shit. You got the Cannibal Holocaust. I was about to say, these, yeah. These big ones, like these big, you know, temple ones that I, I have never seen because I don't yeah. have any you know, um, desire to watch those things. But I'm down to check some out for the pod. I'm down to check some out. Um, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this before. The one usually big no-nos for me are like... Obviously, dull shit like that. And then also, I still like demon shit. I don't know why. Supernatural yeah. stuff just does not... Well, mm-hmm. about my pick for next week's going to be vetoed then. Uh, what is it? I'm just going to do Exorcist. Uh, the original Exorcist? Of course, yeah. I could, I'd, I'd be not, down to not, try it. Not three or whatever the <laughs> terrible one was. Oh, not two? Three, I heard I, from RLM, I'd be interested in doing three. Because that one's more like a police procedural... So I'd be interested to actually do that one, but yeah, like one Legion or whatever, yeah, number one or something like that. Or I'd be down to try one. I don't want to do like in like I've watched it before, but I don't like it, like the Insidious movies or like the Conjuring yeah, or anything like that. I was like, no, no, no. I remember when um when Paranormal Activity came out. Mm-hmm. I may have told this story before in the podcast, but when that first one came out, my buddy of mine and we and I were I were having like a sleepover. Mm-hmm at his house and he wanted to watch it i was like ah, fucking let's do it dude so we like found like a stream of it online or something mm-hmm. and we watched it and we were so scared whenever they would do like the actual nights of haunting that we would like stand away from the screen of the computer we would like stand back in his room <laughs> to stand as far and then we watched the ending and we're like okay we know something's gonna happen Ooh, yeah, I think the weird like, thing about mm-hmm. paranormal activity one is that nothing fucking happens in that movie until like the last like minute of the movie yeah they're, it's perfect they're building and that's it when the girl gets dragged out of the bed and then she gets fucking slammed into the but camera. also and other I than that it's just like people talking for like an hour and didn't they minutes. also do like um if i could be wrong i think they like had two endings for that first movie too didn't they i don't remember hearing about that i think they did like two endings were like yeah, i would believe it though someone like there's slight differences i could be completely wrong it's been so long yeah and then a few years later for my friends for that same guy's birthday Mm-hmm. We went and saw like activity three or four in the theater. Yeah. And that, was, once you get past like the first one, they just become like jump scare central. It was just jump scares. And it was, I was in a crowd of people. So it just became so fucking yeah. <laughs> like became so funny. Cause people were just like yelling at the screen and shit. It was, so I'd be dumb. interested to do this year. Hereditary. But oh God. Is that one brutal? 
Uh, I know that the one girl gets her head decapitated by a. a I mean, like more ball. like brutal and like scary, scary way, not like brutal. I feel like it's that. more brutal than it is. Like I know that it's got the one because it's Ari Aster, so he does the shit where he just like has, he'll casually have something fucking terrifying, but he won't draw attention to it. Yeah. Um, well, the well, the thing about that one. I don't know. We'll see. I don't fuck with that stuff, dude. I usually don't, unless it's like a really, really good movie. Um, like I watched Barbarian like a couple of months ago or maybe last year. It might've been when I was still in my old apartment. Yeah. Um, but I watched Barbarian and that movie was like, I don't know. It wasn't like too scary to me. It got a little jump scary at first, but then it's one of those movies that like, once you ski the creature, it's like not even that scary. Yeah. Like, the creature made me laugh more than anything. Cause it's like some fucking grotesque ogre woman that like wants to have a baby it's like very it wasn't very scary like once it happened i was like oh this is not that scary but it is like kind of disgusting looking right 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 yeah well we'll we'll figure something out we'll come back make sure we commit to some some more (laughs) real ones this year yeah uh but zach what did we pick for what did you pick for this week this week we did a uh Shaun of the Dead adjacent esque movie. Uh, this is a, I would definitely consider this a horror comedy um, called Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Came out in 2010, starring uh, the one guy from Star Trek. I can't remember his fucking name. Um, God, what's his name? He's like one of those quintessential like actors that's in a lot of like nerd The movies. skinny Alan, guy or the bigger guy? No, Alan. Alan Tudyk. And Tudyk, yeah. He's in Star Trek? Which Star Trek is he in? I thought he was in Star Trek. Is he not in Star Trek? He's in he's in Firefly. Maybe that's what I was just thinking of. Yeah, One of those in... like cult classic. Yeah, he's in Firefly. He's a, he played the voice of the robot in iRobot. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He's he's in a lot of a lot of like um smaller cult things, yeah. Yeah. He's good. But he's a good character actor, and he's great in this movie. Um have you had any interaction with this movie at all, Jason? So I remember when it came out or, you know, a year after it came out, I was in college, I was in film school mm-hmm. and a lot of people talked about it, um, it being like a fun, like a fun movie. And mm-hmm. I, they were t- talking about the premise and I just thought that the premise sounded stupid. And it, <laughs> it might've been because at the time, maybe I was just like snooty tooty, Magoody movie nudie. <laughs> I think I just didn't care. Maybe I was like, okay, yeah. well, I don't, I don't like horror films in general, anyways. So it's not even my genre, and it's like not even like it sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely have always, I always knew that the premise of like the idea that it was like an inverse, like yeah. play on trope. I always knew that, so I knew that mm-hmm. it was never super duper serious. Yeah, but that's, but I've never seen any clips of it. I just, I've always seen the cover of it on streaming somewhere. And then, yeah. and then the premise I knew. That's the most experience I've had. It's one of those, I feel like, and maybe this is just for me, but for me, this is like one of those quintessential movies that like I saw on Netflix forever and I always wanted to watch it. And then I would be like just scrolling through the list and I would add it to my list and then I would forget about it and never watch it. But I'd always see yeah. it pop up on Netflix and be like, oh, I should watch that and then scroll through the rest of Netflix. I'm, I was different. I would see it on Netflix and I would never click on it and just keep scrolling past it. <laughs> and I even though I like Alan Tudyk, and I didn't even know Alan Tudyk was the character until long, like recently. Yeah, and I'm a big fan of his. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a fan. <laughs> but I, I, I uh, 
when you mentioned that's okay fine i'm down i'll check it out you know people yep. i know people love it so i know it's not like it's gonna be a bad thing people I, every time i see the movie people talk about it with praise or mm-hmm. you know culty classic kind of inte- uh, you know reverence for it yeah so i was always i was down to check it out and <clears throat> after watching it well i guess maybe within the first like five minutes ten minutes of the movie actually starting Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I, I see what they're doing here. Yeah, I, I would say I heard the premise before about the whole hillbillies being mistaken for killers kind of thing. Yeah, and I was unsure how they're going to do that, like how the movie was going to present that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really think that they were going to do the double ed, the double, like the double stereotype flip of like, okay, so the, hill, the hillbillies are not going to be the killers; the kids are going to think they are. But at the same time, we're going to get the whole presentation from their perspective, actually, as they are like just really like yeah, just like nice dudes. Like I didn't know that was going to be trying the to fix flip. up their vacation home. Yeah, I didn't know that was going to be the flip thing. But mm. I also didn't think that it was going to be um, the kids killing themselves until the end. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that it was going to be, yeah, like the kids killing themselves. Like that was an interesting concept. And I also really, really liked the flip on the main guy. Yeah. I liked that flip a lot. Cause obviously as soon as like everything goes, is starts going down, he's the one that starts saying like the creepiest fucking shit. He starts saying the shit about the woods and now yeah. there's like evil in the woods and shit like that. And everybody else is like, okay, dude, you're going to, well, I always thought it was going to be like, okay, there's going to be, um, a killer in the woods killing That's what the I kids. thought. I thought there'd be like a separate killer and that yeah. it would just get blamed on the hillbillies. That's what, I, that's what I thought too. Not that they were going to like, oh, they think the, the hillbillies are the killers and then they're going to try to kill them and get their friend back, but then they just end up dying because they're stupid. Yeah. Which is funny because that puts the hillbilly characters in this like constant, like these constant positions of like having to explain themselves. Yeah. And then everyone just keeps dying around them. That's, it's funny I mean, it's the best option is when you have Alan Tudyk go through the whole thing about how they're going to call the police and be like, whoopsie daisies, officers. We were just minding our own business and yeah. people just started killing themselves on our property. There's some guy who's like randomly ran head first into the wood chipper <laughs> and all this kind of stuff. Some guy just decided to fucking run stomach first into a open fucking sharp stick. Right. There's something about this way that this movie looks too. It to, And I don't know if this makes any sense at all beyond my own mind. Hmm. But it looks very 2010. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like just the way that the color grain, the color coding, whatever you want to use, term you want to use for the color grading. Mm -hmm. It just looks very that 2000 shot on digital, whatever it could be. I don't know. It could be. It's not shot on film, obviously, like shot on digital, like low budget or B movie inspired, obviously, kind of thing. And like the the thing is like no one's bad. Everyone's in the movie is good. Like every actor is doing a good job of playing the tropey, their characters. Obviously, you have mm-hmm. the in, in, in averted trope with the hillbilly with Alan Tudyk and then the other guy. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Dale, whatever the actor. Dale, name. yeah. But they're doing a really good job because they're playing outside of the character. They're pl- having to play on one spectrum, like play the stereotype from one mm-hmm. view of it, but then also like act as though they're being genuine just people. So that's that's extra funny. Mm-hmm. Whereas the college kids are all one trope, they're all just yeah, like which is effective for what it is. Kids. Yeah, which is what for effective for what it is. And then I like that you do get a little bit with 
Allison, at least, like when Dale starts talking to her and you get the whole fact that she wants to be a therapist. So then you get that cabin scene where she like tries to be a therapist. Yeah. Does not fucking work out. Does not work out. Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry, kid, but you don't have the training to be able to pull off this fucking shit right now. Right. And I th- think that's, yeah, that's really funny. Even though she really reminds me of another actress. I don't know who maybe like, i know i know what you're thinking about because i i felt the same thing like she looked very familiar to me but i don't know why i don't know if she's reminded me of like another yvonne strahowski the she girl reminded from... me of um and maybe it's just been forever since i've seen it but i feel like it like that one of those anton yelchin um like movies. one of the girls from one of the like and maybe she's in one of them maybe she's in there and that's why like, she reminds me i feel like she reminded me of like because wasn't his the one where his girlfriend is like a zombie wasn't she yeah, like burying the axe yeah yeah bury the axe wasn't she like a she looked i feel like she looked very similar well that movie that was the girl from twilight and then alexandra daddario okay but you no know, the for sure the, the the actress who plays allison has this like and it's not even it's not even a bad thing. It's not or it's just like a I feel like there's the stereotype is so it's so effective of the stereotype, like mm-hmm. blonde pretty girl who dresses a certain way in a movie. Like there's like Yeah. They're clearly living off that version of the that character from horror films. Yeah. So it's like I I almost like don't know. She reminds me of a lot of different actresses who mm-hmm. kind of have that look. It could be it could be the girl from fucking Chuck, which is Yvonne Strahowski. It could be any billion of other other people mm. but she's playing that character and to have that character also be able to break out from like this like she's not just some like you know rich yeah douchey kind of character who can actually see now obviously we know it's kind of on the nose that whole storyline is kind of like oh yeah but i don't expect it to be like nuanced it's just kind of like yeah i mean it's just like know. it's just another one of those layers that they do they try to subvert the hillbilly is yeah. evil type of thing um which is just the fact that he ends up getting the girl obviously yeah uh, and, I, and i i think the thing too that really kind of i but the fact that everyone's doing a good job in the role mm-hmm. the role they have even the non non-important like college kid characters to do a really solid job for that kind of for the kind of film that they're in yeah like no one's trying to like out act what they're in no which I appreciate. Like, there's times you can see people try to like be mm-hmm. outside of what the the genre is should be doing or can yeah. can do effectively, um, and they're doing a good job in that. Mm-hmm. But I think that the worst part of the movie, or I'm the worst part. Like the, the 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 things that I don't think are as up to snuff mm-hmm. are the actual gore. The actual gore effects in some yeah. of the scenes to me look real digital. But I think primarily what I'm thinking about is the the flashback story sequence of when the hillbillies kill the kids. Yeah. That stuff looks terrible. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It also doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't like I don't know why as a killer your first instinct is to scratch yourself with a fucking sharp ass saw blade that you like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was like, what is the point of this? Yeah, I think those kills, like the scene where the 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 hillbilly yeah. puts the, the the butcher knife, the machete, through the yeah. girl's throat, and this looks bad. Yeah, that looks bad. The throwing the saw blade doesn't look that great. Yeah, um, but this, but then you cut to the modern day time where the boy runs into the 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 stick, uh, yeah, the stick, and that looks decent. Yeah, it looks good. 
the other I think one it's was also kind of like uh, the kid that um like fell on his own spear like that one didn't look terrible yeah but like, but like you would i know it's for comedic effects so i give it i give it like yeah buffer but like no one's running that fast to run no. that deep onto a piece of wood onto a tree limb like you're, you're yeah. running really fucking fast. like a motorcycle maybe i was gonna say especially like yeah like you'd be have you'd be having to yeah basically like flying off a motorcycle onto it to be yeah like, and like impaling yourself that deep. obviously with the premise of the movie you give it credence or whatever the fuck you give it like leeway because it's so yeah. It's so stupid and over the top for comedic effect, you know. Yeah. Of course, the guy's running around because of bees. It's all funny, and then you know, yeah. they try to they they try to help the main girl from knock herself out in the water. So they save everything. Like all these like goofy like, yeah, accidental misunderstandings because of barrier, which they mentioned at the very beginning. They they mentioned in the movie talking about, you know, when Allison wakes up, she's like why she studied psychology she's like oh yeah most conflict can be avoided by communication it's yeah. like well the whole movie is obviously just that that's the joke yeah. which is funny um i did think though on a story element i thought that maybe it was gonna turn to where like it was accidental deaths and then eventually chad would become a killer yeah but he which doesn't I mean, they really kind of do at the end but even at the end the only person you like purposely tries to kill is Allison, and then he doesn't yeah. really succeed in that, right? And then, like I thought it was gonna be like he like it gradually goes crazy, and then he starts to kill the other college kids as well. Yeah, but does but that never really happens. They all accidentally die. You know what? I just remembered like thinking about the movie again, which is the beginning of the movie is basically should have been like the end credits stinger, because the beginning of the movie is the journalist and whatnot that show up at the end, and then yeah. you see that Chad is still alive and killed them. But you end this movie, like you get to the end of this movie, and you like forgot that that even fucking happened. Like it yeah. just ends with like Dale and his girl like being happy, fucking bowling. Well, um, I think maybe for that they're like trying to do, do the commentary of like, well, when people do talk, the ending can be different. I guess maybe like because she was open minded to hear hear him out, and they were able to communicate. Now that division can be bridged. And now they can go bowling. Obviously, Maybe, in real, yeah. we know in like real world lifetime, like the probability. This is obviously all just like like nice guy logic that yeah. I'm using here. Like nice guy, like lonely boy, Reddit redditor, YouTube commenter logic. But like, there's <laughs> no way a girl that pretty bowls, right? <laughs> Shit like that. You know what I mean? There's no way that a girl who looked like that would date the guy who looks like that. That's yeah. that shit, right? Yeah. Um. So they're like that. That's the on the nose, like. Yeah, people can love everybody. Like even mm-hmm. even <laughs> movie logic. You know, she's still pretty. If you take her glasses off, you can see she's actually beautiful. And like, oh my everyone, god, that she's... fucking what is it? American movie or whatever, where they just do the whole makeover thing, and it's just them taking off her fucking glasses. Not another teen movie. Another teen movie. Yeah. Not another teen movie. Yeah. Which is an amazing movie. It's an amazing <laughs> movie. That whole that's Freddie Prince, isn't it? Yeah, that whole yeah. bit. Well, no, the no the movie they're parodying is Freddie Prince. That's Chris Evans. Oh okay, yeah. Um, Chris Evans, right? Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they're parroting Chris. They're parroting the Freddie Prince movie. Oh okay. But no, yeah that 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 scene where like Jamie Lynn Presley, right? I think so. Where the, she's like, "I'm gonna get you ready," and she's like, "Doing this all this big build up," and then all she does is take off her oh, glasses, take and take, off the glasses, and pull the ponytail out, and she's like, "There you go." <laughs> it's like so fucking stupid. <laughs> so good. The best part of that movie, to me, this is obviously a tangent from Dale Tucker. Yeah. Or there's a couple of really funny parts of that movie. 
when Chris Evans is like trying to serenade Janie mm-hmm. and they're doing like a painting on a football field or something. Yeah. And he's like singing her a song, but he's, he's singing Janie's got a gun. Now she's got a gun. And then you hear all these like ADR effects going, she's got a gun. And then the cops start chasing after her and they t- tackle her down. It's so stupid. That's the one also where he like tries to seduce her and he like just has like a bunch of whipped cream on his dick, right? Yeah. Or like yeah. where Jamie Lynn Presley is like trying to talk dirty and like they're like siblings or something or yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> like they're like, you're my sister or something like that. Or where um they fall through the stairs when like she's trying to like walk yeah. reveal to prom. Um, that's really funny. And then I think there's one more. What was it? Shit. I'm trying to remember what it was. I can't remember. I, haven't watched I was just thinking about forever. one. That, oh, it's the part where she's finally cool at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And she's like going to the, the parties or whatever. Yeah. And she's like jumping into the pool. And she like dives into the pool. And she gets out. And she's like having a little like a spat with Jamie Lynn Presley. Whatever the fuck her actual name is. Jamie something Presley. Whatever her <laughs> name is. That, that actress. Yeah. And she's like being a bitch to her. And she's like, you're never gonna be cool. You're you're not really pretty. And then she like dumps her water on her. Like, oops, 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 oops. Like throws her, but she's already just got out of the pool. She's already fucking drinking. So she's already soaking wet. And the way <laughs> she reacts, like, I can't believe you just did that. Like runs away. <laughs> it is so that's the last good parody movie. Oh my god. Because everyone in the movie is like is like 10 out of 10. Like they're like committing to the bit. Yeah. And it's not like stupid. Those are the like, good parody movies where they actually pretend like it's a real movie. Well, there's a thing too that they don't do anymore, which I think, I think you can actually see that in Red Letter Media. I think they talked about this a long time ago. Yeah. But it's accurate to mm-hmm. give them, to give them props, which is that parody films like Top Secret, mm-hmm. or like, you know, Hot Shots, you yeah. would used to parody or even like Police Squad or, you know, uh, whatever, mm-hmm. would parody a genre. Yeah. Not parody a movie. Mm-hmm. So done that teen movie, it, yes, it's, the baseline is parroting this particular film, but they're it's also, also like American com- Pie and like all those other. Yeah, movies. they're commenting on the genre that has been forming in the '90s of this style. Yeah, you know, whereas like you know, Meet the Spartans is like let's just grab a bunch of movies from yeah. the last two God, years. That was and- so terrible. Well, it's that that terrible style started with scary movie when they're like, we're just gonna grab a bunch of shit from a bunch of like yeah. popular scary movies. Well, like the first two scary movies. We're like are pr- are pristine. Like we're gonna we're commentating on the genre of these horror yeah. flicks using the basis of one, and that's mm-hmm. funny. The first two were good, but then eventually they like you know yeah. become like we were talking about. Yeah. So when you have something like like Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, he's he's parodying a genre. Dale and Tucker, they're gonna parody. Yeah. A genre of these horror flicks of people going the Friday the Thirteenth of going into the woods yeah. and getting killed or whatever we're talking about, you know. So, Whatever kind of movie, yeah. Right, and when I think of that thirteen movie, I, I really do think of that those those scenes all the time because they're so they're so fucking funny. Yeah. God, yeah. Parody movies used to be built differently. Well, I can't even remember the last time we actually got like a parody movie that wasn't like. I just can't remember the last time we got one in general. Like, I feel like it's been a long well, time since yeah. we got like an actual. Well, they're like, they're dead. Thankfully, hope I'm sure they'll come back soon enough. Yeah. But they've been dead for quite a while, yeah. Since, like, Tucker and Dale. Like, I feel like this was, like, the end of that era. Like, this was, like, at the tail end of it, where they just stopped coming well, out. Well, you, had, you had that super fast movie from, like, 2015. Was that 2015? Oh, yeah. God. 
Yeah, so the only no, not even ten years to, ago. Yeah, do Fast and Furious, yeah, yeah. But with Dale and Tucker, though, because like you said before at the, at the beginning of the, re, the the chat, the review of it, it's it mm-hmm. is it's more in the vein of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, it's nowhere near. It's nowhere near as good as Shaun. No, it's near as good as Shaun of the Dead. Obviously, they're not trying to be; they're doing their own thing. Yeah, but they're also like parodying or you know being satirical or commentating on a more trashy. Yeah, genre subsection of it's that, then, yeah, like summertime campfire story B movie horror. Yeah, right counselors like, get killed. That they're yeah. parroting that versus what Edgar Wright's doing, which is obviously the the zombie flick. Yeah, the whole zombie genre. Yeah, and for what that is, for what the guy who who did this movie and the writer, whoever was writing the movie for Dale Tucker, I think mm-hmm. it's it's all. On the nosy, which is fine because it's yeah. it's supposed to be it's a like a little B movie. So, but it's, but I think it does it really well in the like satirization of fucking oh yeah this idea of like Southern Hicks who just like are creepy and like it also helps that the people that aren't even creepy like they don't even look creepy. No, they don't. I mean, they just look like rednecks. Yeah, and like they show that you know the the main character Dale's like not he's like some like you know. Doesn't even like fishing and like. Oh my Tucker's god, that's like, so fucking funny. He's like, I don't even yeah. like fishing. What do you mean you don't like fishing? Uh, yeah, that's, I'm sorry, that's, that's all your feelings. Good acting from both those guys and yeah. So I, I and I really enjoyed those moments where like they're like, in in together they're defying the movie stereotype of yeah. the the redneck hillbilly. Killer. Oh my god, that bit at the very beginning where the cop pulls him over is so fucking funny. Yeah, he gets his shirt stuck. <laughs> Looks like he's fucking blowing him. Yeah, that that to me is so funny. And oh like it's also God. like, what, you, what what is that coming from? You know, like, I don't you know what that's supposed to be parroting, but Brokeback Mountain or some shit. I guess. Uh... <laughs> yeah, that that to me is funny. Um, I mean, overall, dude, I think the movie is pretty well made. I, I think the yeah. biggest thing, like I said, is it, it just looks of the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that's definitely. Yeah, I would definitely agree that it definitely looks like a movie from like the early 2010s. For sure, it has the way this that color. Something about yeah. like yeah, like the color of it, like the whole style around it in general. It reminds me of yeah, like an early 2010s movie, and like uh, early 2010s. That's like a you no, know, Alamo Draft House like yeah, move like a B movie like those kind of things. I'm trying you know? to think because it reminded me a little bit of obviously this movie's. Oh, I guess it is around that same time, like Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods, like a year after this, and it's like that's a very similar genre to this, where that's also like parodying off of the horror movie in general. Just one has way more money. That's not quite as funny as well as like this. Like that's not really trying to be like funny. That's just like parodying the whole concept. Isn't that is that Josh Whedon? Yeah, it was Josh Whedon or Josh Whedon. Yeah, Mm. that was like one of the last regular movies he did before he fucking took on the that was, that was chris hemsworth wasn't it yeah he was the main guy but then he also gets killed like 30 minutes into the movie did you ever watch the, then like, it just 20... becomes like the final girl trope and then the stoner guy is like they're like the only ones that because then taylor lautner's in that movie too i think oh really did I you think, ever or, watch no like, it's the... no it's um i think it's the guy from gray's anatomy i think okay because he's like the athletic black guy trope mm. Yeah, Jesse Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever watch the uh, 2010s Friday the 13th with Jared Padalecki? No, I didn't. Oh, wait, the the reboot? Yeah. I watched that, 
And I hadn't seen any other Friday the 13th, so I was very confused when, like, the first, like, 45 minutes is, like, a completely different movie. Yeah, so I watched that. We watched that movie in theaters with our friends when it came out, and I mm-hmm. was watching it being like, because the guy was the guy from Supernatural. I'll go watch it. Yeah. All right, I'm pretty sure that's the same movie I'm thinking about, right? I think he's and, in that, yeah. And I remember watching it being like, this movie fucking sucks, dude. Oh, it's bad. I would rather watch Dale and Tucker over that shit. And then that movie yeah. had way more money, probably. Yeah, that was that weird bit as well, where, because they did that, and then Fred, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street reboot was also around that same time, I think. I um, never watched it, but I The one that was with the guy now. from Watchmen. I can't remember his yeah. fucking name, but. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think I watched that one when it was like on TNT or something like that. Like I watched it like on TV. Like that. Like they all. They both just saw Rob Zombie do Halloween. They're like, oh, like oh, he fucked up Halloween. Oh, we can fuck up Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, I don't. Did people like the Halloween? I don't remember. I feel like most people. I feel like people at the time. I think. I think liked Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, but I feel like in hindsight, most people hate them. As a, as a, it's such a depressing thing for me too. Because as a, as a guy who loves Rob Zombie's music, yeah, like I love it for like I love all the things he's bringing in. Yeah, I love the the old stuff with White Zombie, all like the sludgy stoner like rhythms. Mm-hmm. I love the B movie like sound effects and the B the old horror the old horror film stuff like the yeah. White Zombie movie. I like all that shit when stuff was not scary. Like I told yeah. just it's like. All the Frankest, the Universal Monster. I love all that shit. But then he makes the movies that he grew up on to to the 70s stuff, 80s stuff. He he makes those movies and he cranks those out to a higher higher degree. And I don't like that shit at all. Well, it's like, I think the biggest detractor of that, well, not detractor, but like the biggest example of that. And I never watch it because I watch the trailer and I don't like what they did with his voice. But his um, Monsters movie was yeah terrible. I thought it was. I mean, honestly, I thought I thought it was gonna gonna be a lot worse. Yeah, I thought it was closer to what I was actually like. Like it was on the it was closer to where I would have wanted the movie to be. Hmm. Then it then it got it, it wasn't there. Yeah, it's not good. But it was it was in the right direction that I, I was like okay this is, he actually like took it the way that I was hoping he would have, which was like making it more like the monsters mm-hmm. and not like a Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. And I, I appreciated that, but it wasn't still wasn't good. Yeah. Um, and obviously having his wife be in it was a mistake. I feel like it's the biggest mistake that most of his movies have, which is that he tries to shove his wife into it. But the problem is that his wife is not a good no. actor. But she's pretty and everything, but she's not good. She's, she's not pretty, good for but that she's character. not a good actor. And so, and most of the time, he like sticks her in like a lead role, and it's like you can't yeah. have like a subpar actor as your lead and then get mad when everybody like thinks that it fucking sucks. Yeah, I, I like a lot of the way the movie. I mean, it looked small, it felt small, but yeah, you know, when you get stuff like whatever we do, eventually, whenever they they do a reboot of Adam's Family, yeah. Which is like my that's my favorite shit. I love that. Are they stuff. gonna do another one since they did the animation now? I don't know. I feel like I, every. I like assume at some years, point they're gonna commit and just do it. I feel like they semi committed because they did the Wednesday show, which I feel, that's, I feel like that's as close as they want to get. Which right was terrible. It's not even close. Yeah, 
It's not even close at all. Did you even? Watch I, I, that? I, I haven't watched I, that. My but... wife and I watched that show when it came out, and she had to she had to temper me down for how mad I was getting every episode. Who played Gomez in that show? I can't even remember. The Lewis, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which which is fine based on the the comic. He looks he looks more he looks closer to the comic. Yeah, he character. looks closer to Gomez. I well, like. No, I mean, Slim I always like Raul Julia. I just want Raul Julia to be Gomez. Well, He's even if we they Gomez. go and they they do Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac yeah. is the voice. Yeah, I'm fine with that. He like you can. I, I like cartoon Gomez, which is like the slimmer. Yeah, like '90s cartoon, like slim, like guy kind mm-hmm. of guy. Like I like Adam's Family Value Gomez. Like that's a good Gomez for me. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know, man. The, the Angelica Houston is Morticia. Yeah, I mean, and they had what's her name doing the show, the Wednesday show, and I don't remember. I don't she know. She sucked. She was terrible. She was. She was terrible. Who's the Who's the chick who was Wednesday? Because I know she's like the fucking hot, Jenny, hot Jenny shit Ortega. off the block. Yeah, yeah Jenny Ortega is her name. Yeah, and she looks fine. A Catherine Zeta Jones. It's not a bad decision for she Morticia, sucked. I guess. She was terrible, bro. She wasn't good. It was terrible, dude. Mm. It was it, the whole premise of the show was so stupid. I, I hated that, dude. I, I the it's whole just show for was going was, to school, right? Like that's the whole premise. But it's a school for like people who are also like weird. It's oh, just so cringy. It's so, it's so stupid. The weird one. That's the point. That's the whole point. Yeah, the whole point is that the family's fucking weird, but they live in a world that's normal. Right, and the whole point is like uh, it's just it's it it pissed me off the entire time watching it. It was so yeah. dumb. She has like a love relationship. It's stupid. There's like a monster in it. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. Like all the things about the show that are good that the cartoon did, or the, even some of the comic book commentary. Yeah. It's just all gone and just wa- washed away for YA teenagers to enjoy because it's kind of edgy. Hey guys, happy Halloween. See you happy back Halloween. next week with more Check the Vending Machines as we celebrate the Spook Tube season. Spook Tube. Next week, another film that is in the genre yes. of spooky stuff. We don't know yet what it's going to be. Oogie doogie. I don't know. We'll figure it'll it out. Be, uh, there'll be some uh, some scares. Yeah. Or as, as to quote um, Scott Ackerman, uh, it's the uh, Octodoggy. We're in, <laughs> we're in the throes of Octodoggy. We're here, and it's going to go down. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. See you guys.